Welcome to Word on the Way, Church of the Cross's daily reading podcast. COTC is an Anglican church in and for Northeast Dawson, rooted in Scripture, guided by ancient practices, and empowered by the Holy Spirit. The next few minutes will feature a reading of Scripture appointed for today, a short reflection on it from a member of our community, and prayer informed by the passage. Our hope is that in these moments you will encounter Jesus, the Living Word. This is Peter Coelho from Church of the Cross, and our reading today is from John chapter 1, verses 35 to 42. Let's begin. The next day, John was there again with two of his disciples. When he saw Jesus passing by, he said, Look, the Lamb of God. When the two disciples heard him say this, they followed Jesus, turning around. Jesus saw them following and asked, What do you want? They said, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? Come, he replied, and you will see. So they went and saw where he was staying, and they spent that day with him. It was about four in the afternoon. Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, was one of the two who heard what John had said and who had followed Jesus. The first thing Andrew did was to find his brother Simon and tell him, We have found the Messiah, that is, the Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You will be called Cephas, which when translated is Peter. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Do you have memories of the first day of a new school year? Or your first day on a new job? The first day of any new endeavor or enterprise is often fraught and quite vivid. There's so much expectation, so much uncertainty. We often have very precise recollections of the first new thing, that first new day. I can still remember the very first interaction I had with my first grade teacher. That first day was momentous and sticks with me all these years later. The first moments of a new experience or the beginning of something new often hold hints or seeds of what is to come. The cheerfulness and kindness that I experienced with my first interaction with my first grade teacher were born out in the school year to come. I think that's why I still remember that first interaction. Our verses today from the Gospel of John represent the very first moments of the disciples' relationship with Jesus. The evangelist John, inspired by the Holy Spirit, has recalled and recorded the first interaction they had. And there are seeds or hints of what is to come that he wants us to pay attention to. There are seeds and hints that reveal something of what life with Christ is like, what will be borne out in the gospel to come, something of what Jesus has for us today and this season. At the very beginning of this Advent season and this new church year, I'd like to focus on two elements in these verses from John. First, Jesus turns to the disciples and asks them the question, What do you want? This is the first recorded speech by Jesus in the Gospel of John. The first words that the Son of God, the Word made flesh, says. And the first thing he does is ask others, asks frail human beings, creation, what do you want? What are your desires? What are you seeking? 
Obviously, the Christian life is not all about getting what we want. Most of us know this. But what is so striking, so powerfully unexpected in these verses is that Jesus, very God from very God, begins his earthly ministry with this question. He begins his life with students and apprentices, followers and disciples, with a question, an invitation. What do you desire? What do you seek? This is how he begins, how he begins with us. Not that our desires, our whims or wants or felt needs will all be satisfied or are the most important thing. But that our desires and wants, our longings, are important to him. They are of interest to the one that we worship and follow, the one we wait for this season. The Advent season focuses us upon Jesus' first coming and his coming again. These twin arrivals, these twin comings are the orienting facts of the Christian life. But in the midst of those, the desires of your heart, your particular longings and hungers, what you carry and what you hope for are of importance too. They have a place in the heart of God and the life of God. And perhaps this Advent season, as you orient yourself toward Jesus' incarnation and second coming, the hope and promise of them, you might also be reminded that the one who comes, the one for whom we wait, asks us, asks you, what do you want? What do you seek? And more than being reminded, perhaps this season you might share with him what it is that you are desiring You might name before him, the Son of God, your particular longings, the hopes and fears that are near to your heart, recognizing that he alone can meet them. Today, Jesus says, what do you want? The second element I'd like to focus on is the giving of a new name to Simon. It's at the very end of the reading, the very last verse Jesus gives Simon, the new name Cephas, or Peter. Even as Jesus invites the disciples to share what it is that they're seeking, he is also changing things. He gives new names. He transforms. He makes things new. This is very good. Not only does the Son of God, the Word made flesh, invite us to be known by him, to share our longings as they are, but he also has the authority, the capacity to change us, to give us new names, to make us new. The Christmas season is in many ways thoroughly domesticated in our imaginations. Do you remember the Will Ferrell movie, Talladega Nights, and Ricky Bobby's love of baby Jesus? There's something very benign and impotent in our imaginations about the celebration of Jesus as newborn. He's small and non-threatening. We don't see him as capable of affecting any kind of change or transformation. But the reality is that the baby whose coming we celebrate at Christmas, whose coming again we anticipate in these Advent weeks, means to make things new. He means to make changes. Changes in the world and changes in us. The baby most definitely poses a threat. He means to give us new names. That's a threat, perhaps, but it's ultimately very good. 
And maybe even as you hear the invitation from Jesus to share your desires, you recognize that your longings are paltry and reflect a disordered heart. You feel the shame of your wayward wants. You feel that there's something wrong, wrong in you that needs to be changed. In Jesus, we have the promise of not only one who welcomes us as we are with our longings and desires, but who loves us too much to leave us as we are, who is able to make things new, including us. This is the one we worship, the one we wait for this Advent season. The Lamb of God, as John declares, who takes away the sins of the world. The one who gives beauty for ashes, who takes away our shame and condemnation, and who gives us new names. At the start of this season, at the beginning of this new year, remember this truth and worship him this day. Let's pray. Jesus, you are the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. You are the Word made flesh, the Son of the living God, true God from true God. Today, at the beginning of Advent, at the beginning of a new church year, we proclaim that you are worthy of our praise, worthy of all glory, blessing, and honor. You are the one who invites our longings and desires the one who desires to know us, to know those who follow you. You call us friends and invite us to lift our hearts as they are to you. Holy Spirit, would you strengthen us to receive this invitation, to respond to it with boldness and faith. And Jesus, you too are the one who makes things new. You give new names, you transform us. We long for this change, the change that you alone can bring in our lives, that our hearts might be made new, that our longings and desires might reflect yours. In this season of preparation and waiting, would you work in us gently but surely to create in us clean hearts and to make us new? Please work in us that we might be new in the ways that you have named us, justified, a holy people, beloved daughters and sons of the Most High. Come, Lord Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. Check out cotcaustin.org to learn more about our community or to connect with us further. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord.